It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. Welcome to the Plan with Dan podcast. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Dan Betzel. He is the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area with an office in Gehenna near the airport. Check him out online at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know that we always talk about the great resources that you can find on that website. You can find past podcasts. You can get Dan's toolkit. He'll probably talk a little bit about later on in today's podcast. Uh, a lot of links to YouTube videos. You can submit questions to the firm. Great resource to have in your back pocket. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Dot com. Dan, welcome back once again to the Plan with Dan podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I would be lying if I told you that I wasn't. And today we're actually <laughs> going to talk about lies. We're going to talk about the financial lies that uh, we tell ourselves. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. done that before, Dan? You've maybe been thinking about what you want your financial situation to be versus what the reality is and maybe tend to stretch the truth a little bit? Yeah, you know, I think that really touches on an area that I find really fascinating is like behavioral finance. You know, why is it we do the things that we do? We think we're being rational, but often we're we're not being totally straight with ourselves. I hate to use the word lie; it just sounds so uh, piercing, but it is essentially that we're we're not being straight with ourselves. We're not telling ourselves the truth. Right, exactly. And, and maybe lie is an extreme word, but it really is harmful <laughs> if you're not yes. honest with your own financial situation. It really is. So I just kind of want to go through some of the lies that we are telling ourselves so you can yeah. help us to get real, if you will. This is a good one. I'll pay back the money I've taken out of savings or maybe even more dangerously borrowed from my 401k. Why is that just a, a lie, but then also a dangerous way to live? Well, you know, I first I would say I know there are just unbelievably just horrific situations that some people find themselves in and they actually have no choice. So I'm not, I don't want anyone to feel guilty right. if they've, Disclaimer, if they've really, had, if they've really had to do that. But often for a lot of us, it really isn't a necessity. It's more of a want. There's something that you want or something you want to do. And so you borrow money from your 401k, you think you're going to pay it back, you know, and, and even if your plan insists that you pay it back, they usually give you 10, 15 years to pay it back. And you're paying it back at such a slow rate that that money that you pulled out, you know, is no longer working for you. So let's say you pulled out twenty, thirty thousand dollars, and it takes you ten years to pay it back. You're just you're never going to have that that twenty thousand dollars you pulled out. You're never going to be able to reclaim the time and the compound interest that it was going to be able to earn for you. And it just decimates, absolutely decimates a person's long-term retirement plan. What I actually see sometimes more often than that is when someone changes jobs, they'll actually cash in the four hundred one k. And they'll pay often penalties, 10% penalties. They have to pay income tax on it. So often 25, 30% of it's gone to penalties and tax. And whatever they wanted to buy with it is gone as well. And it's, again, something you really should not do unless there's absolutely no other choice. That's right. And I do want to emphasize there are select circumstances where you have to do that. But it's far and few between. It's way easier to say, I need the money for this, or ah, we really could use that money towards this, and we'll put it back later. That's a dangerous habit to get in unless you're just in a desperate situation. 
Another lie Absolutely. we tell ourselves, Dan, why bother with investing to begin with? It's rigged against the little guy anyway. Yeah, I sometimes hear sentiments such as this, you know, and there are things, of course, that are beyond our control. And you probably aren't going to be able to, you know, have the same kind of investment options that someone like Warren Buffett has, you know, <laughs> with, with millions and millions and millions of dollars. But nevertheless, you know, the basics of prudent investing apply for all of us, you know, and it's, it's actually pretty simple. It's, you know, and spend less than you make, you know, invest prudently long-term the difference and keep repeating that and you will be able to create wealth. It's it's still America. It's still an amazing place. There's still so much opportunity. I mean, do we have our problems? Is it 100% fair? You know, no. Are there things that might be rigged against the little guy? Eh, maybe, but you know what? It doesn't matter. You're still able to find a path forward. I tell you to, to do those things that you have control over, and you have control over how much you spend, how much you invest, how you invest it, how you rebalance periodically, and you do that for 20, 30 years, and you will you will be able to amass uh, a certain amount of wealth that's going to really create the retirement that you want for yourself and your family. So don't buy into that. It's not possible for the little guy because I know that it is. It's so true, Dan. You gotta, you can't be afraid to get into the market. I know kind of another lie that goes right along with that is the bank is the safest place to keep my money right now. And I know in both of those areas, both that and the why bother with investing, I tend to fall into that trap because I like that idea of seeing that number in my bank account. I like seeing that cash and my mind goes straight to, if I put it in the market, anything could happen to it. So as we're right here in the bank, you know, I can see the dollar amount getting larger and larger. And I think, man, that's such a great place to be, but it's really not. I mean, you need some cash, but it's really not. Well, there's a couple of things with that statement that kind of, um, that I hear that I want to address too. I think you said the bank is the safest place to keep my money right now. That's right. So the, so the right now to me sounds like you're really trying to time the market that somehow you or someone that you're relying on is giving you information that this just isn't the right time, that just wait and the right time will suddenly, you know, suddenly appear in the future. And I, I know routinely from my own experience, both personally and as an advisor, it's not timing the market, it's time in the market, that there's every rolling 10-year period, you know, we have seen market fluctuations. But at the end of the 10 year period, you know, we've seen that there's been actual, you know, growth, you know, in a portfolio if it's properly designed and managed. And, you know, we have a kind of a of a tongue in cheek joke we say among ourselves when people tell us that all their money's in a CD. And I totally understand why someone may feel that way. I'm not trying to by any means to make them feel bad or, or to make you feel like, you know, belittling you, but I just want to hopefully educate you. But a CD really is a certificate of depreciation because there are risks associated with having your money in the bank. You know, the inflation risk is, a, is one example, depreciation risk. So maybe you're not experiencing market risk, but your money over time is not going to, in all probability, grow even enough to keep up with inflation. So yes, you are totally right. You got to have some money in the bank you got to have that sleep at night money so when the storm comes, you know you have enough money to weather the storm in cash. But you also have to have a significant portion of your money invested prudently, long-term, in the market. You know what? And buy some bank stock inside your portfolio. If you have a well-balanced portfolio, you will have money in a bank stock. So you'll still have some of your money in the bank. It's so true, Dan. It's important to get into the market. Make sure you have a well-diversified portfolio, but don't be afraid to jump in. Dan, I know that at your firm that you specialize in balancing out portfolios, making sure people are well-allocating, having the right 
well allocated, having the right investment tools in their portfolio. If you're a little gun shy about jumping in, Dan is an invaluable resource to you. He's a great coach and can kind of coach you along the way, show you where to put your money and how to use it to achieve your financial goals. Now, another lie that we often hear, I'll rely on social security when the time comes. This one, Dan, I think every time we talk about Social Security, it seems like we get such a heightened response rate. People really like to know about Social Security and how to maximize it. And that's important. But you can't rely on Social Security totally. Yeah, Social Security was never intended to be you know, the sole source of a person's retirement income. And unfortunately, for in my practice, it's not a lot of people, but a significant amount of people, that is their retirement plan. And Usually, it's not going to be enough to actually afford you the type of retirement that you would probably enjoy. So it can certainly be a, um, an integral foundational piece of your income planning, but you need to supplement it. You know, perhaps if you're really fortunate, you'll have a pension from work, but that is, of course, becoming less and less the case. For most of us, it's going to have to come from withdrawals we take from our portfolio that we've amassed while we're working. So... I would encourage you to take control of those things that you have can, can have control over, and you don't really have any control over what Congress is going to do with the Social Security, how it's going to be taxed or not taxed, how it might one day be phased out based on income. I mean, nobody knows, but you do have the ability to control how much you're spending, how much you're investing, and how you're investing it. So I tell you to take control of those things that you have control of and let Social Security be what it's going to be when the time comes and you begin pulling it. And finally, Dan, the financial lie, you only live once, might as well spend it now. You know, um, I do hear that periodically in, in my office when I'm meeting with clients, and I might be somewhat different than some advisors. I mean, I, I really don't think you need to save all of your money. I think that part of the wisdom of a, of a well-crafted financial plan is one that finds the right balance and puts the fulcrum in the right place, helps you put the fulcrum in the right place between planning for tomorrow living for today. So none of us knows what tomorrow is going to bring. And I've never been the one that thinks that you should, you know, live an austere life and not have any fun or, or any spend any money until you're 65 or 68. Because I mean, you might not make it on one hand, none of us knows. And then you also have children and all the wonderful things you can experience along the way. So I think there's a lot of wisdom in knowing how to put together a financial plan that's going to allow you to spend funds today to have a very wonderful, rich, meaningful life, you know, when you're in your 30s and your 40s and your 50s, and also to plan for tomorrow so that you're going to be able to have the same rich and meaningful life and be able to help your family and your friends and those charities that you believe in well into your retirement. So yes, you're right. We you only live once. We have to make it count. We have to make today count, and we have to also make tomorrow count. That's right. Make today count. Make tomorrow count. Get a plan in place that will help you to achieve your financial goals. Don't live in fear and don't live lying to yourself about your finances. It's time to get real and get on that path to a more fulfilling, fruitful retirement. Dan, I know that's something that you and the team at Betzel Wealth Advisors specialize in is helping people to do that. What does it look like to get started and what do you offer to help them get on that path? Well, it's my pleasure to speak to anybody who wants to talk about these issues. But if you want to do some education, go to my website at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com, fill out the information sheet there, and I'll send you my retirement tool planning kit. And it has 
a book uh, that I co-authored on the uh, strategies for a tax-free retirement, a CD, some more information about uh, pre-retirement planning. I also have, in addition to the weekly podcast, I have a newsletter that you can sign up for, a weekly newsletter. And then I have uh, a links to my YouTube channel. I have uh, several workshops and videos that I've created educating you on all types of financial planning issues. Take the time, do some uh, research, watch a couple videos. If you think I can assist you or help you, please feel free to, to email me or give my office a call. And the website to get you started is BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Lots of great resources there to get you started down that path towards retirement. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. And of course, you can give the office a call. As Dan mentioned, that number to call is 614-472-4510. That's 614-472-4510. We thank you for joining us on today's podcast, and we'll see you back next time on the Plan With Dan podcast. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.